Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews Podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am very well. I am just about to start rehearsals for a murder mystery. Hmm? Get me very excited about this. It's only going to be on in a few weeks' time, so I haven't got long. And first rehearsals in about four days' time, so really keen to get started on that. And apparently we do the whole performance and then the audience um, who, who are sitting watching us on stage, the audience get to ask us questions, sort of interview us in character. Thank you very much. And then they have to try and work out who done it um, and finally the uh, end section will be performed where we reveal who the murderer was so I'm not prepared to tell you if I'm the one that gets killed or if I'm the murderer um, the last time we did it was a couple of years ago and I was killed actually so that was very nice and then I had to waft around with uh, a see-through tablecloth over me as the ghost come back all good fun so I'm really excited about that and I shall report back on on what happens so uh, this week I've got some different books to talk to you about and the first one that I'm going to start with got me very scared now this book is called The Silent Companions by Laura Purcell I didn't read it because I thought, I don't think this is a book for me. I do scare easily. And it was when I was recommending a book to my sister and she was recommending a book to me. This was the one that she said you got to read. I recommended she read 13 by Steve Kavanagh, which I think is one of the best books published. And most people that read it absolutely love it. Well, my sister decided it wasn't for her. That's fine. Each to their own. And this book is... It, this book was brilliantly written, but it was not for me. So that's nothing about the, the author of the book. It, it was brilliant, but it just, oh, it made me too scared. So I, mind you, actually, I should put some background on it. This is the sister that when I was young got me to watch Evil Dead on uh, video, which I will never forget. I can still remember it. And not only did she make me watch Evil Dead, she then made me watch Evil Dead 2. Uh, and since then, I just can't do any sort of horror. So I should have realised. But isn't it fascinating how we all have different preferences, how a book that I think everybody would enjoy isn't one that, that some people do like. And, and equally, some books that people rave about 
just don't sit with me. As I say, nothing to do with the author. And that, and that's why I want to talk to you about this book, because you may enjoy scary-ish ones. Um, and therefore, this is a book that I really would commend to you. So it's not that it's a bad book. It's that I'm just a bad reader, I think. Far too scared. Overactive imagination, my mother would say. But anyway, um, so this book I started listening to on audiobook and that was because I'd ordered the book when my sister said, you know, read this and it'd been sitting on my bookshelves and I kept looking at it thinking, no, no, I'm not brave enough, I'm not brave enough. And then it was on a deal on audiobooks. So I thought, oh, actually, if I listen to it on audiobook, that won't be as scary. I'll do that. So I started listening listening to it on audiobook and as you may or may not know I usually go running first thing in the morning when it's still dark well let me tell you this is not an audiobook to listen to when you're running and it's still dark um, it's brilliantly narrated but I just had to stop and then pick up the book and finish the story in book form and also I got caught on the audiobook between the different narrators but let me tell you about the book first before we talk about the narrators. So, um, newly married, newly widowed Elsie is sent to see out her pregnancy at her late husband's crumbling country estate, the bridge. With her new servants resentful and the local villagers actively hostile, Elsie only has her husband's awkward cousin for company. Or so she thinks, for inside her new home lies a mysterious wooden figure, a silent companion that bears an unsettling resemblance to Elsie herself. So this book for me, it felt like there were sort of three different narrators, um, a couple of different time spans. There's a narrator in the 1800s and a narrator in the 1600s. And that, I'd just like to say, I sort of struggled with that in an audiobook. I didn't realise there were the different time frames. Now, that's my fault because the narrator very clearly says 1800 and whatever at the start of a chapter that relates to that time period or 1600 and whatever. But it's funny, numbers on an audiobook don't resonate with me. I have to see it in black and white. Now, I work with numbers day in, day out, so that's very interesting. But I, it's, for me, it's visual with numbers. I have to see the numbers. Uh, I don't hear them. So I was getting very confused on the audiobook between which narrator was which. So once I opened the book and it could see it more clearly then it, it really helped me. As I say, that is completely my fault. And you may find actually that you prefer it as an audio book, but whatever works. Um, so you've got these sort of three narrators and it starts off with, as I say, as, as the, the blurb says, with this Elsie arriving at this, at this mansion, this huge house and discovering more and more of the secrets that, that lie hidden. Now, I haven't read any of uh, Laura Purcell's books. I didn't know anything about her. I just knew that this book had got really good attention. People were saying it's a great book um, and it was one to read. So it is, I would say it's a horror book, but that's because I can't do anything horror-ish. So you might like horror books and read that and say, well, it's not it's not really that scary. But for it's that sort of thing. It's sort of um, a historical, unsettling, thriller, um, murder, horror, suspense. Maybe suspense is just... The, let's, okay, should we just say, it's a book about suspense. There we go, that sorted that out. Um, so I read it, first of all, I listened to it as an audiobook and then I sat down and read it I read it very quickly particularly because I was just so scared I needed to know that 
A, it was over and I didn't have to read anymore. And B, what happened? Um, and it's interesting how these sort of books conclude. I'm not going to say any more about that. Uh, read it and then let me know what, what you th thought. Um, the book, as I say, is written brilliantly because it's so evocative. On the pages, you, you're not just aware of the words, but the, there are noises that come across that form a key part of the story, really sort of grating, worrying noises. And the smells and the colours, uh, the author paints a full and complete picture. Um, and it's just um, it's just a brilliant read if, if that's your sort of book. Uh, how did the book make me feel? Scared. Unsettled. Scared. Very glad to get back into a, a crime. Isn't that funny though that i very happy. I love reading books about murders as long as they're not real ones. True crime, no thank you. Um, but about murders and wrongdoings and all that sort of thing but I know that it's it's just made up and that it would all be concluded at the end and there's lots of things for me to guess. I suppose in a way with The Silent Companions it's a book where I didn't want to guess. I didn't want my imagination to take over because I know that my imagination is so strong it would go into super hyperdrive and come up with all sorts of very scary possibilities for what I thought the end of the story might be. Um, so you've, as I say, you've got what appears to be three narrators, one in the 1600s, one in the 1800s, and one who's the resident of a hospital. Um, and it's trying to work out who they are and what role they've played in the life of Elsie and in the life of this house, the bridge. Um, Elsie is certainly the principal character and there is a quite a wide range of of different uh, characters in the book quite a, a wide cast um, you could see it being done uh, as a beautiful documentary on television um, and you could see it set at a real sort of Downton Abbey house maybe not that big but you know what I mean of a, a one that you see a picture of it and you think gosh what secrets are hidden there what's going on you can just really immerse yourself in the book and and so I would highly commend this book it would be um at least an eight and a half out of ten for me very strong so that's the silent companions by laura purcell she has written other books as well um and if you like suspense or horror uh, mild horror for some extreme horror for me uh then it's a it's a brilliant book to read and if you're just interested in history and how stories get told and passed on and how villagers react it's about class systems as well of the time um and what was expected of wives and uh, all, all sorts of things um but it's certainly a good read so that's the first book i want to talk to you about now this next book is again absolutely fascinating it's called address unknown and it's by Catherine Cressman Taylor. It's a short book. It's not long, um, but it's so meaningful. Um, and it's about a friendship. And it's they say, can a friendship survive in a divided world? Written on the eve of the Holocaust is a series of letters between a Jew in America and his German friend. Catherine Tressman Taylor's classic novel is a haunting tale of a friendship and society poisoned by Nazism. 
And my goodness, I mean, to, when you read inside of this, this book was actually banned in Europe by the Nazis. It was published in 1938. It was first published in 1938. Um, so really, it was it was signalled a warning bell of all the atrocities that, that was to come. Uh, it's been translated into 20 languages. It's an international bestseller. Uh, and it, it's one that you can read very quickly, but actually I think it's one you need to read slowly and really dwell on because it, it's how how can a friendship survive in such, such circumstances um, and the, the terrible suffering that goes on. I, I really commend it to you. Um, I'm so glad I found this in my local independent bookshop. I, I certainly hadn't come across it before um, online and this is something that I would suggest all of us need to read and even if you've got uh, an older child it's not it's not for younger children because there are some very serious themes but if you've got someone who's maybe doing history a level uh, maybe GCSE as well those are the qualifications in England I should say because I know I've got lots of listeners around the world but if you've got someone I don't know 15 16 definitely 17 18 plus then i uh, and if they're studying world war Two, um then this book is key because it slots in before that and starts to give you an idea of all the changes in how people were approach uh, approaching uh, the nazis and what impact they had and how, whether people wanted to just comply uh, to to be able to live and to be left alone. Um, so you may not have heard about it. It's a short read, but it's uh, it's one that I think is, I would recommend to everybody. And I have been having a look at what are the books she's written on the back of on the back of that. Uh, and it's something that I will certainly be ordering more of. And, and do you know something? When this book was published, first of all it was deemed to be too strong to appear under the name of a woman. So it was actually published under the name of the author Cressman Taylor. So they took a name and just removed the Catherine from it. It's extraordinary to, to think that that's what you had to do to publish a, a powerful book. It's not a Christmas buy. You wouldn't buy this for somebody as a light, entertaining Christmas book. But if you've got someone who loves history who loves uh, reading and is always on the lookout for something different, then this this could this could be a good find. So I'd really commend that to you. So it's called Address Unknown by Catherine Cressman Taylor. Now, before I go on to the next book, I just need to apologise because you might be hearing some snoring in the background, uh, which for those of you who have followed me for a while, you'd know that it's my dog. I did try to put it in a different room and shut the door, but she just kept scratching. So she's now sitting a little bit away, but her snoring is so loud, it will follow you wherever you are. She could be in Australia and I would still hear her snoring in England. So never mind. Now, the last book I want to talk to you about is something very different. And this is an audio book. So are you a fan of Star Wars or do you know someone who is a fan of Star Wars? Well, when the original Star Wars film was uh, produced, um, uh, based on the back of that, George Lucas actually sold the rights to uh, a public radio station who were affiliated with where he'd gone to university, University of Southern California. He sold them for a dollar each, which is quite incredible. And the radio station uh, used this to put together a radio drama. So it was Star Wars, 
with a series of episodes. I think there were 13 episodes in total. And this audiobook is the entire collection. So you've got each episode in its entirety. He was able to get some of the original cast. So uh, Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels were in it and they got more people in to play the parts. Um, it does tell the story of Star Wars and is accurate to that. But there is um, more that it that it has in there other characters more of a story so if you are a fan it, it just first of all you listen to it in a different way so it's as a radio drama and secondly you get these other nuggets of information that you might not be aware of now when the rights were sold and they started looking to do this actually they discovered that they couldn't afford to make the drama because it would cost so much they were looking at like a two hundred thousand dollar budget which at that time was just too much for them to afford so they went into a co-production deal with the BBC, uh, the British Broadcasting Corporation, and the BBC provided a produ production team uh, in exchange for broadcasting rights in the UK. So with this collaboration together, they produced this outstanding, I would say, radio drama of its time. Um, you have to bear in mind that was 1980s, so some time ago. But it's I think it's well worth a listen. It's not long. It's only a few hours um, and it's the first one. So you can actually get each of the trilogy, the original trilogy, if you so wish. So it's something different. Um, and as I say, if you are a fan of Star Wars or you know someone who is, then I would really suggest this. If you haven't watched Star Wars, first of all, where have you been? But if you haven't watched Star Wars, that's absolutely fine. This could be a good way into it. Maybe you don't have time to watch films. Maybe you're busy, you do a lot of travelling. Well, you could listen to the audio drama instead and get a, ta a taste for it to help you decide whether that's something then you want to pursue and you want to uh, watch the films or there are lots of books. There's all sorts. I mean, crikey, you are lifting a lid on a whole thing if you haven't uh, been in contact with Star Wars before. Uh, but even if you have, even if you have, you know the films, you've read the books, if you haven't already listened to the audio drama, then I think it's well worth doing. Now, I got it on Audible, but other types of ways of accessing audiobooks are available. Um, so ha have a listen, see what you think. I'd love to know what you think. And I appreciate that this episode has some very different books, but I've been covering a lot of pre-release books uh, recently. So I thought it'd uh, be nice to come up with ones that are a little bit quirky this time and are ones that you can immediately access if you so wish. So in this episode, we've covered The Silent Companions by Laura Purcell, Address Unknown by Catherine Cressman-Taylor and Star Wars, the audio drama. Mm, very good. So finally, I've got a question and the question is, let me find it. And let me find the book that it refers to. Sorry, here we go. I've got piles of books in front of me. Aren't I lucky? Um, oh, yes. And I want to talk to you about those books as well. Sorry. Just too excited about books, aren't I? So the question is from Jonty. Thanks, Jonty. And Jonty says, what's the oldest book I've got on my bookshelf? Well, I had a look and I think this is the oldest one. It certainly looks the oldest one. And it's a copy of The Old Curiosity Shop by Charles Dickens. It's a quite a small book in a beautiful leather cover, sort of aquamarine. And inside is written, To Dear Winnie, With Love, Christmas 1930, from Dad. Um, uh, Winnie, is, I don't know who Winnie is. I've bought this second, third, fourth hand. Um, but there 
the handwriting is exquisite. It's so neat. My handwriting's a nightmare, but this is beautiful and obviously written in a, a lovely pen. Um, and it's just, it just gives you a feel for, you just wonder what was going on and who Winnie was and um, why her dad gave her this book in particular. Was she an avid reader and this was one she hadn't read or was this her favourite book? And she wanted a copy of it, but it's got some occasional beautiful illustrations. Just every sort of few hundred pages, there's a lovely illustration. Um, but uh, yes, so that is the oldest book I think I have on my bookshelf, The Old Curiosity Shop, Charles Dickens. So there we go. Now, finally, we're in November, people, and November is non-fiction month. That does not mean you read, you should just read non-fiction. No, 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 no. But whether you read no non-fiction or whether you read some, it's just an opportunity to perhaps read one more book than you normally would. Um, and I've had two books arrive today, which are very exciting. Oh, and I've just been uh, promised a book on dogs and dog behaviour. Well, if that arrives in this month, I will certainly review that because frankly, my dog's behaviour is not good. She doesn't do anything I tell her to. Actually, no, I lie. When we originally went to puppy behaviour classes, she was top of the class. Everything she was asked to do, she did and did beautifully. Well done to her. The minute we got home, it was like she kicked off her shoes and said, no, thanks very much. This is where I don't behave. And ever since then, that's how it's been. So I am very keen to read this book and get some uh, get some behaviour, some good behaviour in, some discipline. Uh, but it's probably just going to be for me, not the dog, but we'll see. So I've got that coming in. Um, and then this book is called Fierce Bad Rabbits, The Tales Behind Children's Picture Books by Claire Pollard. Um, this book is a rabbit hole. Jump in to encounter nonsense, fairies, flat books, Nazism, barber suits, universe quakes, poo sticks, tragic affairs, ubiquity of sausages and the origins of beloved characters such as Dogger, Burglar Bill and Miffy. Claire Pollard explores the first fleeting years of our lives through the picture books that shape them, showing us that behind every story is another story. So that sounds interesting. And then the other book, now this is where I reveal uh, yet another embarrassing Philippa fact. This book is called Gender, Sex and Gossip in Ambridge, Women in the Archers. So if you don't know what the Archers is, oh dear, you, you just haven't lived. The Archers is a British radio programme. Um, it has been going for decades. It originally started to help educate farmers uh, as to certain changes that were being brought in. And now I would say is, is more a family drama, but still very much based in the farming community and uh, often with farming references there. Um, but it's about uh, feminism and how that applies to the archers. So there we go. Very much looking forward to that. So I've got some non-fiction books to get through if I've got time. The trouble is fiction's just so tempting, but no, I'm going to do it. It's non-fiction November. It's going to happen. What about you? Have you got any non-fiction books? Um, I'd love to hear what which ones you've chosen to read. So do get in touch. You know you can get hold of me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. And you can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com. So I'll be in touch again very soon. You have a great time and we'll speak again. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.